0: Hello and welcome back to our podcast series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians. My name is Andrew O'Callaghan. I will be your host today. Happy Tuesday. I'm here again with Izzy O'Callaghan, my own wife. How are you doing, Izzy? Welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) Anything to share with us today from Colossians?
1: Yes, I am doing great. I am happy to be here. Um, So today we are meditating on Truth 77, which um, is drawn from verse 25 of chapter three in Colossians, uh, verse 25 of chapter three says for the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done. And there's no partiality. Um, in context, uh, it's right after the verses that are talking about, um, the rewards for, um, working hard and working heartily for the Lord, um, basically doing good for the Lord. Um, so in contrast, this is saying the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done and there's no partiality. Um, Honestly, this is scary. <laughs> just because, obviously, we each know how sinful. Well, we don't know really know the depths of our sin, but we know that we are all sinful. Um, and when I think of the wrongdoings I've done in my life, uh, I just start to panic a little bit when I read that verse because I know um, that I'm so sinful and uh, that without Christ, uh, I would be paid back for my wrongdoings, and that's just scary. But um thankfully for those of us who are in Christ we can read that verse and know um that the lord has taken our wrongs upon himself um and that we will not have to suffer um the pains of those wrongdoings the way we would if we did not have Christ
0: Absolutely you know I th- I think that um it's it's kind of interesting when you read here at the end There, like why you at, you might ask like why is this here why does Paul decide to say For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. What is his intention in putting that there? What is he trying to tell the Colossians? Uh, One possibility, I think, is that uh, this does tell us, in fact, about the the nature and the character of God the Father uh, and of God himself as the the Trinitarian God, is that he does not have partiality. There is no um, bias. There is no favoritism or... um, matters of, of preference for God, such that He will judge impartially, He is perfectly just, perfectly equitable, and in all of His judgments, He will be righteous. Mm-hmm. And so, when we see this here, it says, for the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong He has done. We, we know that's true. We know that there is no escaping uh, the, the just judgments of God. Um, there is only... Sort of being um, atoned, atonement, right? For us who are in Christ, we have our sins have been atoned for, and God's justice was shown on the cross in His um, punishment of Christ Himself on the cross when He willingly endured that. And I'm reminded in particular of um, the Psalms, right? So I think there is hope even here in what seems like a scary and and sort of uh, doom and gloom type reality that God will pay back the wrongdoer. I'm reminded. When the psalmists, uh, I think it's Psalm 73, it's one of my favorite psalms, the psalmist is reflecting on, he looks around and he sees wicked people who do not fear the Lord, who do not pay regard to Him. They are unjust. They oppress uh, people around them who are disadvantaged, and yet they themselves enjoy lavish, what seems to be very good lives. And this is confusing for the psalmist because he fears the Lord and he is uh, smitten, I think is what he says, or stricken all day long. He suffers greatly. Um, and it seems as though there is no reward for, for right living, uh, and it's it's simply not worth it. And he actually finds solace at the end of the psalm because he says that it all seemed a wearisome task until he went into the temple of the Lord and he inquired in his temple. And it says, there I discerned their end, that truly the wicked... Uh, this is a paraphrase. I forget sort of the phraseology at this point, but something to the effect of truly Um, the wicked will be repaid according to their wickedness, and truly the righteous will will live on in the inheritance of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so here we see that also, that we can take solace, that though we may suffer now, uh, even though we, we might fear the Lord, and though those who do not pay any regard to the Lord may succeed and prosper now, our ends are both secured in Christ. For me, in Christ, I will receive the inheritance of the saints as my reward. I will live in glory with Christ. For those who do wrong and who pay no regard to the Lord, who do not fear the Lord, Their end also is secure. They will be under the just condemnation of God the Father, which is, of course, not a pleasant ending. And so we know in that that God is just. And so this tells us a lot about God's character, and it even has hope for the Christian.
1: Yeah. Um, I I love how you were focusing on God's justness. and, And I think somewhere at the beginning of when you were speaking, You talked about God um, and his justice um, being completely fair. And I think that is something I really struggle to remember. Um, And in our human minds, we think we have such a great understanding of justice and what justice is and what is fair versus what isn't. Um, But if you look at our legal systems and if you look at the results of our legal systems across the board, no matter how good they are in comparison to others, they fall short in so many ways. Um, and even when we consider how they fall short, we still don't have an understanding of justice. Only the Lord knows perfect justice and perfect mercy. Um, and so I think I just need to remember that and, and be humbled by that. Because I so often, um, just with the rebellious streak in me, want to be like, well, God, how is how is that fair? Or like, you know, God, why, why does it work that way? Like, why does that have to be your response? Um, but I just forget how messed up my brain is and how fallen my heart is. Um and so I just I think that we all need to be reminded of that. Um something to sort of also give us hope. I don't want to distract from the verse in Colossians too much, but um my favorite psalm is Psalm 103. Um and there are a few verses in there that uh, this just they this verse just this Discussion brings to my mind um, Psalm 103 verses 13 through 15, uh, which says, "As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear Him. But He know, for He knows our frame; He remembers that we are dust." Um, As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children. Um, And sorry, that was kind of long, but just what those verses um, bring to my mind with the verse in Colossians that we just read is that, you know, even though uh, the wrongdoings of humans will be paid back to them, Uh, we can also know that the Lord's mercy is so great and that He remembers that we are like the flower of the field. We are so temporary. Um, We are just like dust. And I I love that verse where it says, the Lord remembers our frame. He knows that we are dust. And He considers that when He um, is looking at our deeds um, and He has compassion and mercy on those who fear Him. Um, And I I think that's a great reminder because I can get really discouraged by verses like this when I think of how sinful I am. Um, But just the knowledge that we are sinful is such a gift from the Lord, um, and we can look to Him. um, And when it says, uh, the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong He has done, we can just praise the Lord that He remembers our frame, knows we are dust, and offers us mercy through Jesus Christ.
0: Absolutely. And Izzy, I think that's a beautiful admonition for us closing today, and I'll reiterate that. Uh, This is for, I suppose, the insecure Christian listening today, that if you were someone like Izzy, like myself at times when you see verses pertaining to God's justice, you can't help but sort of feel insecure, uh, maybe even afraid that perhaps um, you are under the condemnation of God the Father. And so here's the admission for you, as He's just stated, that God knows our frame. God knows that you are human, which means you are but dust, and He has compassion on those who fear Him. And so let our admonition today be to fear the Lord. Um, we know that there is compassion, there is mercy, there is grace at the cross of Christ for those who fear the Lord. That's a sure hope, and we don't have to um, wonder about our own frame. In light of that, we worry about where we concern ourselves foremost with the infinite um, strength, beauty, and power of God the Father—not our own frame, but His frame, which is infinitely merciful. We know that we are no longer under the condemnation of the Father, thanks to Christ. Thanks for tuning in today, Izzy. I appreciate what you shared with us today. I hope this has been an encouragement to you. I hope you will join us tomorrow as we complete, uh, excuse me, continue our series in ninety-five meditations through Colossians.